Exotic shit ever of ever. Like alligators and shit. Like conch fritters. What the fuck is that? I've had gator bites. For real? Really? What mm-hmm. they taste like? Chicken? Gator. <laughs> chicken. It just tastes like chicken. Yeah. I heard it's like greasy chicken, like wet greasy chicken. Now you're just talking about pussy. <laughs> just kidding. Let's <laughs> let's start. Oh, with that. too close to home. Jesus. Okay, baby. Nah, the energy's Hug. dead right now. We'll get it. We'll get it. My energy's not dead. I feel good. I feel great. I was in a great mood today. Mm. Yeah, I was in a good ass mood, son. I, I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but you know. Yeah. Been running around. Got your nails did. Got my nails did. Uh huh. Got your car back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at me go. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. So you killing you killing the game. Nick on the other That's hand. It's a dumb saying. What? Wrong side of the bed. What? What is it? So what? You woke up on the left side. What's the wrong side of the? So yeah. like you know. I say it too, but I'm just like, what the? F- what, where did that come from? I hate when people aren't mourning people. <laughs> you hate I'm, when they're when not. When they say that, I'm not a mourning person. Shut yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I'm not a mourning person. You're, me, dude, I'm a dick. I'm a straight asshole. What in if the you're morning. just a dick? I don't think that's true. You're not an asshole in the morning. No. What if you're just a dick? Morning is like half the day, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like what the fuck? If you it's wake up at eight o'clock and you a dick till two o'clock, yeah. But like some asshole. people, like you can wake up some people and they'll be like, "Oh, good morning." You know, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. Sure. I'm so happy to be awake. I'm so happy to peel my fucking eyes open. You wake me up when I'm not ready. You better fucking pray. You better mm. like pray for your life. I'm like you. my dad used to wake <laughs> me up in like up. the most like un fucking considerate way. He'd be like, he just literally would like, Nick, gotta get up. Let's go. Like that. I hate that. Every fucking time. Yeah. But then I also. That's like, the worst. Growing up with my mom, she'd be like, she she knew I was a fucking asshole. She'd be like, Nick, you gotta be. I'm like, okay, <laughs> mom. Yeah, that yeah. was me too. That yeah, yeah my mom fucking, was like, like, my mom was like, twenty school, more minutes. Like, I'm like, sorry, mom, you know, texting her. No, my sister yeah. used to wake me up. She used to like just rip all the sheets off the bed and like. Oh, she was, fuck. She, what she used to do is put the fan. I remember this. She used to put the fan on the highest setting and put it right on my face. Oh like, my like god! Where it's uncomfortably cold. I would throw that fan at her face. Dude, me she was just waking you up for what? If anyone ever did that to me, not oh, just her. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Dude. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of wild to, to think about how early you had to wake up for school. It's it. It's the, it made how no sense. How are they going to do that to, how are they going to do that no. to young America? Like? Yeah, you wake us up early as fuck and then yeah. in the middle of the day, and so we tire until 12 and then we get, it's 12 o'clock. Think about it, your day wrapped up at 2.40. Reminded. Mine did to 2.20. No, you had football. But then, yeah, I had football, but I still be tired because they, oh, cause you I think you're better than me? Six pizza <laughs> slices and fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Some macaroni and cheese. At some tubby time. subs. Exactly. With some tater tots. Right. Yeah. And you wonder why I'm falling asleep in class. My little body's breaking I'm, down all those carbs. I'd be going from table to table. Can I borrow a couple of quarters? I got to get them cookies. Mm-hmm. 
Damn, you. I would. used to. Uh, I used you to be an eight in one of uh, in, in like one of our coaches' classes, right? So one of our coaches used to teach like a science class. I used to be an eight, so that means I graded all the papers. So I used to trade. I used to trade niggas answers for lunch. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, now that's a hustle. That's hilarious. So, yeah, because because my my parents never bought me like hot lunch and shit. If I ain't make it myself, I wasn't eating that day. Uh, so like I so so it's like, I bet you want me to because you failed this motherfucker for real, dog. If you wanna if you wanna C plus. Mm. Did you have the Asian kids with like a fucking full Tupperware every you know, day? Asian with kids the, go to my school with like a full meal for real. No Asians. Mm. It was all like white kids that had money. Really? Mm, yeah. It, it was it was it was it was black kids. That was I in life and and written <laughs> situationalized. Like, what do you mean? Like they're normal. They parent like they they weren't broke. They weren't rich. Kind of like my parents. Like you know, like right. it's just I I didn't grow suburban up poor. Black. Just suburban, average, mediocre ass motherfuckers. They their parents second worked. generation removed from moving out the hood. Basically. Yeah, it's yeah. like they worked for Chase Bank, fucking mm. making sixty k a year, fucking being sure. a bank teller. Yeah. None. Selling out. Meta. Cooning. Cooning. <laughs> Real life cooning without a without a without a motherfucking camera on this shit, dog. That's how I grew up. That's South Holland, Illinois, in a nutshell, nigga. Ain't nobody rich. Ain't nobody po. It's just fucking. It's a gas station, a cleaners, uh, a motherfucking Burger King. It's a small town. It's not small. Motherfucking Burger King. It's like Warren, bro. Like it's what like kind of Burger like, King is that? Uh, just white just, girls. Nah, but there ain't nobody white in my city. Oh. There's no white people in my city. Oh. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we ain't shit right now. So, What's up? So no, white, good, so white like women it. are exotic to you? White women were son. Exotic. It's like, so funny, actually. It's like, so I don't want people to think that I'm just like out there's here. A this is a unicorn. It's a fetish. <laughs> That's why they're white, son. Right. Right. Nah, I don't. I don't fucking know how I got. I went to college, bruh. I went to Western. What's the ratio? Well, who are all the hoes? White bitches. I get it. You like the contrast. It looks good. <laughs> it does. Like, it does. Motherfuckers be tripping. It really like does. A, I'm. I'm trying to continue the black race. It's like my kid gonna be black anyway. Mm-hmm. I like to see a Hispanic and an Asian fuck. I like to see that. You don't see that often. Yo, shout out you know to uh, something Camacho. He headlining the Indian like May. I think his dad is like Chinese and his mom is like Peruvian or some shit. That's a weird first no name. Something. Never yeah. heard that. You never see interracial couples. You said are, you want to see an Asian fuck a Latin. Yeah. I have cousins that are Peruvian Asian. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind yeah. of Asian? My cousin's hot as fuck too. China? Both y'all would be like, ugh. That's a good combination of of uh, that's of, how I saw of, of sperm. Absolutely. It's a great combination. Yeah. You ain't gonna be tall. We'll tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> you'll be beautiful. If you're a girl, you'll no, be No, they're tall. Your yeah. hair's gonna be strong and and beautiful. Your dick gonna be mad mediocre, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's putting it nicely. Dick gonna be You would literally young. look at my cousin and you'd be like, they're, you're not related to this person. She's like tall, super skinny. She looks like a fucking model. She looks Damn. like a runway model. And she's Asian- and Peruvian, Chi- like Chinese, right, she tall, Chinese, tall or tall Peruvian. To you, no, she's tall. Like she's not like fucking, you know. Tyra Banks or nothing. Yeah, she's not a fucking pro hooper over here. Ty- how tall is Tyra Banks? Oh, she's, I probably, she's a, a big bitch. Model. Five eleven. Who knows? Probably. Damn, that's another one that got dick from Kobe, son. 
I know. You think she cried? Imagine how For dumb sure. you got to be to be a fucking model. <laughs> <laughs> or how that? smart. No, just like. <sighs> I watched America's Next Top Model growing up. And then looking back on it, it's like there's no way I could ever spend more than like 10 minutes with these girls, bro, be- without wanting to kill myself. Yeah. Personality-wise? Like personality-wise. Like these girls have just been hot their whole life. Yeah. Ain't just carried them. You know what I'm and saying? And that's not like that's not even hot anymore. Like the idea of like a runaway model, like that's not, you know, what's in right now is. Maybe not to you. Being thick. Well, like to most people, yeah. Like yeah, but the runway ass. models are getting thick too. Are they? It's more acceptable now. That's now true. it's well, like they're very brave. Pl- for doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> brave for having that fat ass, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brave ass. <laughs> There's some brave double D titties right there. No, but like I don't know the the whole idea of like a tall, long-legged woman was like used to be hot, and I've never found that yeah, too like real skinny. That's because you're be little. Because I'm, yeah, washboard could be pools. that. I'm not little. I don't like that word, little. What's your idea of hot, Joe, of a woman? Who's like the most banging? Like, or give me an example, or give me your, or give me a description. First off, let me preface this with: I think all women are great. <laughs> yeah, without but me, you go, but yeah, yeah right. Um, like, what, what's your idea of like this girl's? This girl's fucking gorgeous. Like well, Kelly Rowland, bro. Beyonce. Oh, here we go. Yep. Duh. Agreed. Ariana Grande. I listen to her on the way here. Dude, what's wrong we with you? We are not <laughs> going ass, down dude. this fucking we can go dumb ass rabbit hole. No. Joe, you ain't even responding to my message. So I sent, yeah, I sent that's them a song. how disrespectful your message was. It did not deserve a response. <laughs> he, sent a, he sent a song, an Ariana Grande song. I literally got 20 seconds in. I was like, this is just not... That Good. song is With so With the dope. comment, Beyonce tra- Beyonce's trash, yo. I said Beyonce and like can seven eat a fire or, emojis. Yeah, whatever the fuck. So Beyonce can eat a fucking dick. Yeah. No. Ariana, anyway. Ariana Grande can choke on her own fake ass po- ponytail. Fuck mm. that bitch. <laughs> anyway. That ponytail? It's not fake. I didn't know that was a thing. It's not fake. She never- killed Mac Miller. <laughs> I do agree with that. <laughs> but she makes great music, but she killed Mac Miller. <laughs> he had to go sometime, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because he made twice. Donald Trump as a song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas weren't fucking with that. Dude, I was listening to an old Method Man album, and there's a skit in it just called Donald Trump. And it's Donald Trump calling up Method Man and getting his voicemail and going... Uh, Is it like, actually Donald Trump? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, Method, he's like, we're all waiting. He's it, it, the, Basically, the premise is like Donald Trump really wants Method Man's album to come out. It's crazy, dude. I'll play it. Donald Trump bit. used to fuck that with sucks. all the rappers and shit, dog, and now... Now he in office and niggas saying he racist. Yeah. Method Man can't say shit. He's like he was on your album, my nigga. That means he responded to your call, dude. A lot. I mean, I've, you've heard that so many. Donald times Trump like, was in the Little Rascals. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> what? For really? real? The yeah. new what? He was the bratty rich kid's dad. Donald fucking Trump. Donald fucking Trump himself. Look that shit up. Really? Yeah. Fucking so man. was Reba McIntyre. I don't know who that is. It's probably a terrible. She's a actor, country singer, wasn't he? Was he good? I don't know. Huh, dude, he used to be not like probably a cool not. guy. He used to do cameos yeah. and shit, like you know, yeah, all, yeah. like all, all the all the time. He, he was, was in tons of shit. I mean, he was fucking he literally. Was fucking, he literally, uh, he's Alone. famous for being rich. He's famous for yeah. being rich. Yeah, he was in Home Alone. He's like the cartoon rich guy. Yeah, he's got gold towers with yeah. his name on it. Yeah, that Literally, is, that's a great description. The cartoony rich, like the generic. Yeah, like a bag. Like I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised to see him carrying a bag with a money sign on it. Yeah, like a burlap <laughs> sack. Literally, 
Like he used to be like a like like a we, pulls out gold a bricks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just swimming in gold coins like fucking. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge bro. McDuck. <laughs> yeah. Just swimming in that. That seems like it would hurt to me. Hell yeah. Seems like he, he should also die. use soap. But I know he's diving headfirst. Yeah. He's Who do I think sexy? I'm attracted. This is gonna be the most narcissist shit I've ever said in my life, but mm. I I say it all the time and it is true. Don't say yourself. I'm uh, attracted to women that like look like me, not like look like mm. me, but like in my mm. category of woman. Like, I would never like date like a skinny blonde girl. Mm. But the only girl I have ever fucked is a skinny blonde girl. But she had some big ass. Titties. Well, you already established you can't fuck a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so instantly so, annoyed. So girls that look like you. So not like uh, look like me, but so like I like tan leather. girls. I like tan girls. Tan I like bitches. yeah. I like I'm looking for like. some curves. Black. I want like dark hair. Mm. You On know, the shorter side. Yeah, I mean, could you see me dating some tall ass bitch? No. Then I'd, I'd really be Danny DeVito. Like oh, we can't yeah. be having that. Does he date tall girl? He's married to uh yeah some he she's taller than him. I don't remember her name, but she's she's the mom in Matilda or the. Danny DeVito's wife in Matilda. No. That's his wife. That lady? That's his wife in Matilda. real life. Matilda. Yeah. You think those ladies really being, look, like, they be looking at Danny DeVito like, you handsome man. Nope. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> women are looking at Nick Kelly like, you handsome man. Come Nick on. Nick Kelly is, is, he's a cute dude. Danny DeVito. Oh, look at you uh, being all EJ. gay. Thanks, yeah. man. Come on, we be gay for a second. Danny DeVito, I mean, <laughs> he probably was cute in his time. That's true. You know, no, like but a, I see what like you're, a cute you're little yeah, you're baby basically boy. saying. Uh, uh, I thought that and, was uh, like, uh, what's up, uh, pause. Okay. Okay. You want to hop on the podcast real quick? Okay. <laughs> you want to shout out nobody? You don't got no uh, friends or cousins or nothing? We got some. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Join the club, bro. I was gonna ask him if he ever got any pussy from plumbing. Do you do you have the stereotypical crack out? <laughs> He's taking the fifth on that one. He said, I it's just because Nick's a flower delivery guy, and he exactly. always he wishes that the scenario. He's been you know these people watch too much porn. Dude. That's the problem. Ladies, if you out there and you see the flower delivery boy, give him some pussy. All right. Right. It, Dude, it won't hurt. I thought it. I thought too much porn. Like I've never have even watched the setup to the porn. That's my favorite part, line. damn near. Yeah, that's what gets you hard. For real, so I'd be watching you like get the sucked into like the concept of it. Son, I, just I like the trans. I'm looking for the transition. EJ is gay it? and has an imagination. Like that. <laughs> well, it kind of goes hand in hand. But yeah, son, that's you gotta, true. You gotta you gotta explore, bro. You gotta explore your brain. Niggas only use twenty percent of their brain. That's how you use twenty five percent by watching gay porn and shit, bro. <laughs> Well, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Were we even talking about gay porn? Well, that's, yeah, I just, you know. I never, the I never gay watched part gay of porn. porn. Quick the little add-in. The gay part of porn, I should say. I never watched gay porn before. <laughs> the I watched gay trans. The part of porn is the acting. I watched trans porn before. <laughs> Let's get the fucking, you know. I've, uh, I've never watched gay porn. Just uh, a bunch of fairies pretending. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Broadway? <laughs> what is this, Broadway? Let's get to the pussy and Let's the dicks. Let's get to the ass, motherfucker. But, but yeah. like, um, you know, when you said when you said I fu- the only girl I've ever fucked, <gasps> I kind of Spooky. agree with EJ a little bit. Like you, you, got, you didn't, f- you had you had sex, we'll say, but you didn't fuck nobody. That's you know? dumb. Fuck, 
No, no. Yeah, I don't get you. I don't you, get it you guys are ignorant. I no, hate you. No, unless you used. I don't, no, you no. can't say you guys because I don't get If I get finger his... a girl, do I fuck her? If I eat her out, do I fuck her? Yeah, I guess. No, okay, uh, I see what you're saying. You're lying. It's sex. It's sex, but it's not fucking. That's fucking dumb. Is, yes. Fucking is me getting behind that bitch, getting in them guts. Ugh, ugh, getting in them guts, nigga. <laughs> It's a, That's your. You guys she, are the fucky. You can, in, the words of, in the words of Patrice. You can, um, you know, define it however you want. Okay. Everything's subjective. Listen, nobody. I'm just not gonna have this. This is me not having this argument with you because a, we've already talked about it, and b, you're fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not an argument, really. You're right. Cause I just said I'm not arguing. So can a girl get raped? By another fucking, girl? No. We're we not didn't doing get this, this again. part, though, remember? Well, I don't want to talk about it. We already, you already made it, put a clip out of in the world of us t- saying retard 17 times. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yeah, we have some <sighs> I can't wait to clips. take over the social media. I'm about to. What's wrong? What's You're wrong? You're going to take over? Yeah. Sorry. Here's the, here's the deal, Johanna. What you got to understand is that the comedy climate is about to change, bro. And we got to be, <laughs> we, we got to be Man, on the, the cutting edge of that shit, dog. Like, I'm being serious. Like fucking, we got to be ahead of the curve, and we got to leave some Mario Kart bananas. All this woke shit is gonna die, bro. Just like, just like Black Lives Matter, just like the Me Too movement, everything falls off, bro. And and this all this woke shit is gonna fall off like Ja Rule did, bro. I swear to God, I don't know. It's not going to. It's It's only gonna get worse. It's going to fall. It's only gonna get worse. People are already annoyed with it to the point where it's like there's all these woke people are now raising children who will be even extra woke. Yeah, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Are you kidding? I, you don't listen to everything your parents teach you, bro. And I think I think motherfuckers. Yeah, sometimes you do you're the crazy. Opposite. Sometimes yeah. you. Like, I don't. I, I think a lot of I punk think... bands started from fucking strict conservative white families. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people do, but like some people like take bits and pieces of what their parents taught them. Dude, it's like art. Fucking... It's like if if you go back and like for like painting art, there's always like the modern era than the postmodern. The romantic than post romantic. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, everybody's doing this, and then there's some people that are contrarians and are like, "That's whack. Let's do the complete opposite of that." And then time goes by, and they're like, "That's whack. Let's go back to this." Yeah, you know exactly. It and just think, it goes in cycles. And I think that's what's going to happen with like, like woke and fucking, uh, you know, comedy where you can't say. I cannot be a part of this podcast anymore. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta throw in the towel. No, no. Dude, I don't think woke. Will yes, die, though. I don't. No, talk, talk <sighs> to my me, God. Talk to me, Joe. You guys you, are just so dumb. Oh, you don't think that women can fuck other women. You don't think women can <laughs> no. rape other women. You think that the wokeness is going to just die off like it's a fucking trend. Mm-hmm. It's just the way... It that's the way the move... No, it's the way... That's the direction the world is moving in. Yeah, no, but sometimes the directions change. Is having respect for other people's like lifestyles and cultures and sexual preferences like that the majority of the world is moving in that direction unfortunately there's still that small pocket that small percent of people who like love you know podcasts like legion of skanks like they love big j like whatever like those guys are constantly saying the n-word and retard and like whatever i don't know how the fuck they've i feel like that's that they're the last of like the comedians that can get away with that shit I don't. I don't think that that's. I don't. I don't, I don't think comedy is like gonna survive in that. I mean, I mean, maybe it will, but like not on like not in like a huge grand. Like none of those guys are selling out arenas. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's not gonna go back to the way it was before. I agree with you. Like it's not gonna completely become unwoke, and we're not gonna go back to fucking 
being Andrew Dice Clay and shit like that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to go to that. But like, it's it's not going it, to. It's already the 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 writings on the wall already. Like it's already set up. Like no nobody's gonna anybody who doesn't like gay people is gonna be shunned forever. I think. We, I think we've already passed. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's that's what... It's. I don't think shunned, because I, I think that, like, there's still small America. There's still, like, small-town America. Like, yeah. that's still thriving. Clearly, Donald Trump is our fucking president. Sure. Like, people are still ignorant, and they are also passing on, like, their ignorance. I'm just saying, like, I think that this whole, like, woke thing, like... Like, millennials are woke as fuck right now. Mm. Like, our generation of people, not us, clearly, but, like, our age group... I think anywhere from like 20s, low 20s to like 40, like right now. Those are the people that are like, you can't say fag, you can't say retard, you can't, nah, 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 you know, and like they're starting to kind of outgrow us. There's more of them. I kind of agree with John. Like, I don't think it's ever going to go back to the point where you can say fag and like it be okay. And it be hilarious. And it, even if it is funny. Like, I agree. Yeah. But I also, <laughs> but sorry, I just think tides that, are turning. They're they've already turned. I, that's that's all I'm saying is I think, I think slowly but surely people are like, like yeah, obviously you can't just go fucking going around calling people fags and shit, right? But it's like the Me Too see, shit. It's like it's like a once okay, a lot of it was necessary. Yeah, but like then Bill Burr even said on the special, he's like, I think we got all of them. Yeah, you know, it's all about it's intent. Like, then we, 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 uh, like it's uh, fucking Aziz Ansari goes why on Bill a bad Burr, date, but that's and why we're all Bill like, Burr, all right. But that's why Bill Burr is Bill Burr. Like he's not out there being like, "Can you believe this fag?" He's like quoting his friend, calling him a fag, being like, "What are you, a fag?" You know, like yeah, he's like telling a story, but yeah. he's like still using the word, and it's like funny because clearly that's smart. his background. You know, no, we're but not like, doing that. I think we are. Uh, we don't do that. I think that. <laughs> you guys made fun of a retard on an airplane mm. and like no you made fun of me on an airplane yes but <sighs> if anything i should be outraged yeah, right now. hey You're being i'm not ableist. i'm not mm-hmm. listen i'm not upset yeah i have a good sense of humor yeah. and i know that we're all gonna fucking die like yeah. who gives a shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. laugh at the fuck up about everything find the funny in everything Thanks. don't look at me I'm just speaking through the eyes of a person that is going to be offended, and I'm speaking to you all about it. That's all. This is a good segue. I, uh, I walked my first audience member yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw you post yeah. about that. What happened? I felt good about that. I felt great. Who? Uh, white woman? Someone, yeah, white ladies. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, three of them? Yeah. I, I think they I left because they had to leave. For real? Yeah. Kyle like said I walked them. Shout out to Kyle. He said, because it was right after. I was standing right there. They literally were like, bye, thanks, guys. Like, they were, like, not, like. Oh, okay. I, I, I ruined I, it, Joe. Why you Why you ain't let me have that? Joe, because you, you, fucking, you don't deserve it. Dude, I made a whole fucking. <laughs> you don't deserve the walk. I, I, come on, man. I was like, man, I feel good. I felt like I was motherfucking Richard Pryor in that bitch. For a minute, I thought they were upset. I, for real, thought they were upset. I was like, damn. What maybe, was it that you ma- said maybe that they're you out, thought maybe, they were upset No, I straight about. up was like, maybe. Maybe they're maybe they're out to dinner because one of them girls had an abortion this morning and they were <laughs> out supporting each other <laughs> in this tough time. Oh, you know, abortion like joke. Yeah. yeah, it was the abortion joke, which is, motherfuckers always get tight about. So like, you know, dude, fuck I, it, kill the babies if you want. It's to, the you fucking know? funniest joke you have, I think. Honestly, I, like, I agree. It's I so it's, well it's, written. It's so well delivered. Like 
even Christian motherfuckers like you, 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 you've had those. I've, I've watched, had. I've watched you deliver mm-hmm. the joke in front of like older black women who you know are going to church every yeah. fucking Sunday uh-huh. with their fucking big ass hats and shit, mm-hmm. and they're laughing. <laughs> With the ribbons, you know, they got the little like that, so they like bug catchers and shit. Bro. Yeah, like you <laughs> have fucking aunties fucking laughing yeah. because and it's was, so funny because you catch them because like, you're like because you're straight up like what it's in the Bible yeah. and it is in the fucking Bible <laughs> it's, it's like in the it's Bible. so and funny. It was the thing with black women too is crazy because like black people usually be pro choice, right? But they're also like super God. So like it's right. so like they be conflicted with that bitch, you know? Yeah. What I'm saying? So it's just pointed out to them. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like I'm just pointing it out. You feel me? Black people. That's because general, they're for fucking for the most part of fucking love. Super God. religious, bro. Yeah, yeah, but they're undercover hoes. They undercover. You know what I mean? Like they're what? pro-choice, but like they yeah. know God's watching. You know? God's watching them suck that. Direct. <laughs> My mama called me about uh, fuck the Lord. I told oh, you that shit. No, I told you my mom bitched about yeah, that. Yeah, my too, mom yeah. did too. She called me. She called me last week after I was leaving the podcast. She called me last mm-hmm. week. He's talking about our podcast titled "Fuck the Lord." Yeah, and I had to tell my mom. It's like, nah. She was like, "Are you like an atheist or something? Is that what your <laughs> podcast? She's like, is that what your podcast is about? You're just talking You're like, about yeah, fuck." The-. I was like, no. I was like, no. It was just like, it was a f- if, if if anything, I was saying like. The Lord is with us in our podcast, and and, and I was just making fun of you. Yeah, that's it. no, Johanna, yeah. that's that's all I say. Is Johanna was just making fun of me. Like it was. You should have been like I was saying that. Like we are all in our situation that we are in today. We're all broke and like holding a microphone in Johanna's fucking basement <laughs> because the that's what the Lord intended. Yeah. And Johanna so naturally went fuck the Lord, <laughs> and it was the funniest fucking part of the podcast. And that's why mm. we did it. And I, that's why I said to my mom. Too, yeah, mom. Also fuck the Lord yeah. too. You know. Yeah, hit me with lightning, moms. bitch. If you exist, <laughs> do something. You know, it's it's like it's like that's that's how you know ghosts aren't real because you could be in your basement in the dark and you'd be like, "Hey, ghosts are pussies." Like, yeah, do something. Yeah, There's, I just they realized. Don't exist. I just realized that I gifted you that amp. Yeah, that's an amp, right? Yeah, it's an amplifier. Yeah, okay. short for amplifier. So I gifted Nick Kelly an amp, and he's like, "Really." Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Like, you were so excited. Yeah. I understand because you're probably just going to take that to the pawn shop. <laughs> Yo. You just brought up Max. being broke, and I was like, this motherfucker's going to pawn my I will amp. say that I don't have an electric guitar at the moment, so. Yeah. I See? got an amp in my if back. If times get rough, I might turn to it. It was already your Dude, plan. Dude, you know what's fucked up about a pawn shop? They can never act like whatever you brought in is has value. They can never play... Like, you could come in with, like, a fucking Jackie Robinson rookie card. There's only two printed in the world. Yeah. And they have to be like Poker this. face. Ah, uh, you know, I get these mm-hmm. all the time. They have to act like it's fucking not something special. Yes, today. You yeah. should be a pawn guy. Yeah. Dude. Nick Kelly? Our guest today, uh, couldn't if, do he, it. if he show up, is, uh, is works at a pawn shop. Does he? Mm-hmm. Of course he does. Damn, I'd love that we got to talk. He's I perfect. Talk to him. Yeah, it was just, for it. Yeah, so note that, bro, because because uh, gotta ask him about that shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, but you know he might not. I've be, seen people try to pawn crazy <laughs> yeah, shit, we'll like see. a goldfish and shit. Pawn it's, a, it's act, like, a, a, a a living goldfish. It's like it's not real gold, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. That's some crackhead shit. Was that just you working out a bit? <laughs> I was, I, I was thinking that too. Bit alert. Like, bit yeah, alert. Yeah. It up. Uh huh. You know, it could be a bit. No, that shit's so funny. It really could be a bit. But yeah. Um, yeah, they, they just can't fucking be excited ever. 
You can bring I've in never fucking... been to a pawn shop before. No. Uh-uh. It's a sad place. Do you go to the, the, the one sure. that's on TV? The, the, the hardcore pawn? No, movies? no. Have you ever been there before? No. No? But that where is that? The Detroit the, or Pontiac? In the, or Detroit Metropolitan. I don't know if it's like... Right. I don't know if, like, if it's in Detroit, but it's like Florida Detroit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. If you got uh, fucking bulletproof glass at your pawn shop, it's probably not the best place to go. But, I mean, it's, they just can't. You can come in with whatever fucking literally excites them. They're a huge Beatles fan. You come in with a guitar signed by all the Beatles, and they can't you be like this. Tashin. Okay. And they can't be like, uh, yo. Mm-hmm. What? This is yeah. They have to be like That's because then you're gonna be like they're gonna be like. So what are you looking for? And you're gonna be like, uh, ten thousand. Ten thousand. And you're gonna be like, ah. No matter what you say, they're gonna be yeah. nah. All right, that's a good time. I gotta pee. All right. Uh, hello. Yeah. What are you born in a oh, fucking bar? You're good. Where we talk? Oh. Pawn shops. Yeah, we're recording. We're Yo. good. We're still going. So you work at a pawn shop? Oh, no introductions. Just jump right in. Yeah. We've, <laughs> We've already been recording. Oh, we'll okay. do your intro in one second. But yeah, we were uh, just talking about pawn shops, actually. And it's funny that you just walked in. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, got my uniform up under my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I work at pawn shops. Is that 14K? What was it? Oh, man. I don't know how much I make. I just give it to my No, There's a pawn shop called 14K. Oh, is it? No, no, no. The one I work at is Motor City Pawn Brokers. Oh, you talking about, oh, yeah, yeah. Motor City Pawn That's right up the street, ain't it? It's one in Ferndale. It is like one in Warren. One in Roseville, which one I work at, and one in Detroit, like right there. But they all in like they not far from each other, but they running uh, stuff out there. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm sure you you were there a time or two before. I think so. I Probably think like blackout. Y'all, y'all pawn a lot. That's what y'all do. <laughs> I, did. Oh, I did. I did. I did in my yeah. in my in my. You do day. heroin? Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, no. That's what I see up there a lot of a lot of hearing that. If you ever, yeah, it's the but, craziest thing to look at somebody's like ID. And then see them as they deteriorate. Like you look oh, at somebody shit. like I just watched this oh, girl who's yeah. like great fine as hell. Then she ain't got no teeth and she lost all this weight and it's oh. just like she's just carrying a sixty inch T V up there to Damn. get off. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's crazy. And you can't do you can't be like, sweetie, take this T V home and nah. go go to rehab. You take, take it back the to TV those and you give her a cheap ass price so she can't get the good oh, bro. shit. You gotta be stale faced with them too. Bro. They probably be crying That's heartless not cuz. That's what we were just <laughs> talking about tough. about how what you were saying, like coming in with like a Beatles fucking yeah, whatever. You, you, it, like somebody could come in with something that actually impresses you. I don't know mm. what that would be. Like I a, mean, they come through like, you a know. Lauren Hill. Yeah, I know you like Lauren Hill. A I Lauren Hill Lauren signed fucking uh, educa- the re- miseducation yeah. of, of the Lauren Hill. Copy. Yeah. The first copy. The first fucking pressing. Uh, yeah. Mo- Lauren Hill could walk in with me and with it and I'd be like $12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a straight ass face. That's where I'm at with it. Depends on what day you catch me. And then like, if you come... Late, like if you come close to closing time, the price is even worse. So it's like you know the best time to come is in the sweet spot in the middle. Yeah. But if you come too early, we hate you because we don't want to be there early. Right. And then right. if you come towards the end when we leave, and oh. we hate you because well, now you too close to seven o'clock. So you gonna get that's a like, terrible so price. No matter what you mm-hmm. bring in, man, I seen some stuff, man. I don't seen. Lady. You ever get excited but can't act like it? Oh, but like about when something come in? Yeah. I mean, we try to say everything is cool when they bring it in. You know, we like, yeah. oh, yeah, this dog with one eye. Man. So but then as soon as they're like, well, do, you, do you typically ask what do you want for it? Or do you We do, but first? in reality, they already like got us a format of how we're going to do some stuff. But yeah. I mean, I've seen them buy stuff for cheap. And I mean, it don't matter if this get hurt. I'm not going to be working it no more. So mm-hmm. they be like, why would you tell our secrets? Right. Um, 
you know, I've seen them come through with stuff, and they, they it's their idea to come and give you as less as possible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, cool. So we can sell it for more if we want to, or if they want to keep it. I don't know. times where there's like, you could get way more for this, but we still gonna give you twenty dollars. Mm. I ain't nobody went that crazy, but I mean, for the most part, the stuff we get in is stuff that's gonna depreciate with value anyway. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Jewelry is where is where it's at. Like, if right. you got gold and stuff like that, like, go do what it do. Like, that's just you be in the do you be in the back like fucking dripping chemicals on the gold? Like, it's not a king carrot. Like, yeah, we do, bro. At it with the fucking mic, bro. I I can like I'm damn. I can eyeball shit now. Like, I yeah. didn't never. I like now. Nah, I be like, man, that ain't even real. Like, yeah. I can just tell right. now when people walk around with jewelry on, which was never my thing. Right. I can eyeball 18, 14, 10, 12, no like shit. all that crazy. So, stuff. You ever watch a uh, rap video? Video, it'd be like, oh no, that shit uh, fake. I'm like fuck. two chains. You ain't even my man no more. <laughs> one of them, one of them, one is, of those chains is fake. Chains. <laughs> two fake chains. You wanted to have chains, my nigga. <laughs> That's my guy right there. I say, he carries around your neck, my baby. <laughs> All right. What's the craziest well, shit anybody? This is uh. This like, a, this is uh, the ride along podcast. This right, is the AJ? ride along podcast with two A's. We don't let this nigga talk for ten minutes before, but we got uh one of the greatest comedians. First off, I ever seen. Oh, is he down it. here? Or he's on the way? <laughs> nah, nah. I was talking he's about myself. I was oh, okay, say cool. He, my he bad. Started this podcast. One of the greatest comedians <laughs> say ever. Say my name, dude. But uh, nah, for real. Uh, this guy's leaving for L.A. Man, to go be uh, to go forget about all three of us. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He one of the one of the best I've ever seen in Detroit. Give it up for Josh Adams, y'all. Josh Woo! Adams. Thank you. Thank, hey, thanks for coming, G. Well, you be putting some shit on that stuff, bro. Like, you know, remember what you said? You said something weird, really crazy to me out in, uh, what was we at? We was just somewhere. Poor Huron? Yeah. What? Know, I was drunk. I forgot what you said, though, but I'm, I'm weird with compliments. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Aren't we all? Oh, no, I said, well, I don't know if this is what I said, but I did say, I was like, I was like, at least for me, it's like you... Uh, this is okay. This is gonna. I'm gonna sound like a pussy, but whatever. I was like, yeah, but when I, you were drunk, you were all like, I was like, oh yeah, Josh, listen, come listen. Come this is how I said it. I was like, I was like, you're to me what comedy looks like, bro. Mm. It's yeah, true. It heavy. Like for real. Like I was like, like when I watch this, when I watch this motherfucker do comedy, I'm like, that's how it's done, bro. Like it's like, it's it's bits, it's it's crowd work, it's it's just all it all comes together, bro. And it's like for young motherfuckers like us, it's like yeah. Right. And Josh was like, somebody's calling me, I gotta get. Him. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I was motherfucker getting there. weird. But I, I was, was like, sitting I'm there, yeah, I was sitting there. You know, we was drinking and I drove all the way up there, and you know, you had shit on your mind. And it, this room is like it's poor Huron. It's just a bunch of white people, mm-hmm. and this was probably the blackest show they seen <laughs> since. Uh, Integration, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would say, yeah. And um, they were just sitting up there, like it was like it was a group of people in the front. It was like some, you know, they did. They look like Sons of Anarchy, like if you yeah. like, a, you know what I'm saying, like a, a gang from yeah. Sons of Anarchy. And they were just sitting around, and it was a guy just not laughing the whole time that I was watching because I came in late because I'm always late, like I was today. And <laughs> at least he knows it. Yeah, EJ went up, did his thing, and then uh, Gad went up and did his thing. And I mean, all this stuff is funny, but people for some reason just be not want to laugh at shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just went up there and did my thing, and dude, he start breaking. You could just mm-hmm. tell, and the whole table started to get off. Like, yeah, we 
make our own jerky and we shoot fucking deer and we're you know what I'm saying right. deer piss on us and laying deer blinds and they sitting there <laughs> and I'm just talking my little shit saying whatever and they laughing they laughing they laughing and then I come sit down next to EJ and Gad and we was talking about the guy it was this big burly white guy that beat his ass if I had to but shout out to him <laughs> this as a man you don't always feel like you always gonna be right. like bro I'm gonna make you laugh but I'll fuck you up if it were down it's for real for you to yeah. say cause you fucking nine feet tall yeah. and fucking 230 bro like, it's just like, more about heart to me dog yeah. it's like I don't think nobody got more heart to me I don't understand no man yeah. like I, I mean from little Adam Herzl like I don't know if y'all remember him uh, uh, improv uh, guy I don't know. he little but I just thought I beat his ass because I got more heart than him <laughs> now you know what I'm saying ain't got nothing to do with his size it's just about heart <laughs> so anyway my man was just we was talking about my the guy who was sitting there at the bar not laughing in the front row mm -hmm. he walked over there while we was talking about him and put $50 down on the table and just was like that was a great show hey get whatever you want to drink and it was just like yeah. that's the craziest shit ever man so you yeah. know what I'm saying it's be like the dude that he laughed eventually don't you don't even broke by his cover you can't <laughs> he still hate niggas but that day, <laughs> that day he gave that three of he didn't for he gave right. three of us fifty dollars yeah. that I took home yeah, he, yeah. he gave all three of us fifty dollars but Josh took it home god yeah. damn it that's how he it went worked. home and, and, and watched yeah. Empire he's like this ain't that bad <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, EJ said some wild shit that day. I mean, I'm weird with confidence, yeah. and I don't know if all yeah. comedy, comedians is like that, but probably no get more that comedy. a lot, dude. They I'm are. We get are. That a lot. It's just weird. It's just because, I mean, I, I'm still working to get there to where I really want to be at. So mm. it's like, you know. Well, I don't you know. probably never see yourself as a lot of the comics in Detroit see you. Mm, that's true. And like, which is good, you know? It, it would be right. shitty if like he gave you a compliment and you're like, I know, bitch. I know a bunch of comedians who do that shit, and I think yeah. that's the corniest thing. Well, I mean, but some some people that's confidence in. Right. Can't knock nobody else's, you yeah. know, the way they feel about themselves. If that's what worked for them, that worked for them. Mm -hmm. I think you can knock that. That's obnoxious. <laughs> Saying I'm great. I'm like, all right. It's, I, I be seeing comedians who ain't been. I be looking like. I'm nowhere near where I want to be at. You think you good? Like right. you know what I'm saying? I know what I. I mean, mm. I know. Where I'm at, and then I look at other people sometimes. Well, I know where I feel I'm at, and then I see some people I'm like, you think you good like that though? Mm. I be looking at people like this motherfucker really think he's good. Yeah. Like people be talking about open mics all the time. They be like, I don't go to New Way. I be like, motherfucker, I love New Way. Like I think that's why I'm the reason I'm as funny as I am now. Yeah, right. Me and Johanna were walking into New Way one night, mm -hmm. and we were listening. We heard somebody on stage, and I was like. No, was we that, were outside in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they have that heavy-ass door in the back by yeah. the dumpster? And I was yeah. like, uh, tell me that doesn't sound like Richard Pryor. And yeah. And we walked in, and it was you. Damn. Swear to God, dude. Damn. Yeah. Here they that's go crazy. with the compliments and shit. That's heavy. Right, yeah, yeah that's... No, more compliments. No, that's yeah, heavy, man. Off. But that's what no, you You're my you. inspiration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. <laughs> like you. But that's what they Will get Will you sign this microphone? So I can pawn it? Right. So I can pawn it. Five dollars. I'll take to it. To yourself. <laughs> Dude, he's trying to pawn. Shit. He's going to be on. Like, he's going to have, like, a Comedy Central special already, and we're going to try to pawn him a microphone signed by himself back $2. That, that dude fell off. He's almost Two bucks. <laughs> that dude oh. fell off already. <laughs> Dog, oh, no. you're something else. So, yeah. Yeah, What's the craziest thing anybody's ever came in and tried to pawn to you? Like, craziest any, like, thing? live animals or anything? Uh, No, the craziest thing I saw while pawning. That involved the animal was I was sitting there and this lady was pawning something, and um I was just looking. I'm just sitting there and I'm waiting for her to do whatever, and her tattoo started moving on her titty, and I'm like, why the fuck? First of all, she's not my type. Why am I looking at this black woman's titty? But she actually had a snapping turtle in her bra. What? And I saw the arm and it started moving. I was like, that's a cold ass tattoo. That bitch just out of control. And then she went to get her money and put her snapping turtle out, sat it on the table. 
And then I gave her twelve dollars for a TV. You know what I'm saying? And then she put her snapping turtle back in her and left. Jeez. How you gonna put a snapping turtle right. next to your nipple? Right. That was crazy, dude. Yeah. Like that was the craziest thing. Like just involving animals, but we don't. Uh, I don't know the, the craziest thing somebody's ever pawned. Like I, I probably can't think of it now because I just right. left from there. But I see shit all. I want to say a samurai sword, but that's just not even wild no more. No, yeah. Right. The, the, this is the wildest thing about the pawn shop is that motherfuckers walking there with a gun in their hand to pawn and like. It's just par for the course in there. It's like, gun. like, like if I walk here with a gun and sat on the table, y'all be weird. Even though it's yeah. like, all right, it's for protection. Mm. People walk in there with guns and be like, how much for this? And I'll be like, right. uh, let me look it up. I'll be like 30 bucks. And they'll be like, oh, no, I'm good. And they'll take it back. I'm like, I just gave this motherfucker the ability to get whatever price he want now because I gave him his gun back. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's stopping him? Like, oh, 30 bucks now, man. <laughs> well, how about much for this? Like, it's like, all right. Right. As much as you he want. He comes in, he's got tickets. Like, I like to get those bullets I pawned back. Uh, That's the wildest shit ago. is that. People come in there with guns, and you just like it's just we being comfortable. Like, oh yeah, that's what's up, fam. Give me a gun. <laughs> yeah. Just gave it right back just there. to that sliding thing. That's the super wildest stuff. Y'all so. got bulletproof yeah. glass or anything? Yeah, yeah you got mad. Hell bulletproof. yeah, they do. I clean. I, I'm the tallest guy, so I'm always the guy who washes like clean the bulletproof glass, mm. which I feel is stupid because it's like if we got any extra layer or anything on there, we should keep it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to make it less stuff on there. Yeah. If, if the dirt make it harder for bullets to get through, let's just keep <laughs> let's keep this thing as dirty as you can, but. Bulletproof glass, but it's actually a very clean pawn shop. Like not to, like, cause when we all think pawn shops, we think CD, we think some type of place you go into, and it's like shady. It's actually like they they made it to where it's very nice, and it's like yeah. damn near mm-hmm. like you know, guitar center, bro. Like Walmart, like you go yeah. in there, like damn, you got yourself a gentrified pawn shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can I get <laughs> the address? <laughs> right. Tell no. me, man. They got VIP customers that come in there, man. Be pawning off signed helmets by you know Charles Rogers and sh- like it be. It, the clientele is weird Like you got super yeah. rich people That in there got, They need money for shit And they come pawn And they go into VIP And then like I said You got people That's coming from around the corner With turtles just, in their titties yeah. With turtles in their titties <laughs> And then you got That's middle of the road And then you got the people That's coming from uh, That just got sold pla- They sold plasma And now they coming around here That's to, Nick Kelly To something else cause. <laughs> Why you got a turtle in your titties though? What's the most you gave out? Oh, bro, it's money in there. Like some Rolex, I've seen a drug oh. dealer come in there and take his chain off, and we was like, "We can give you ten thousand for this." He, like, I just need five, and mm-hmm. he give him five, and he leave, and he goes flip that and get more drugs, and he come yeah. back and get his chain. Yeah, that'd be the yeah. best place to rob somebody. Walking really? out of a pawn, yeah, it is. Like I, I like a, like a cash <laughs> checking place too. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, yeah. early oh, advance. Like, yeah. like I walk out of that shit, and I realize I had a smile on my face mm-hmm. one time. I was like, this would be the perfect place for somebody to post up, like, give me all that cash. You just got it is. Right. Like, yeah. we have to walk people to the car sometimes. Security. I bet. Like, all right, the lady sure. come out with a lot of money, older ladies, uh, anybody with money, they just walk them back to their cars, man. Some like, I don't know if y'all remember on the news this recently, somebody backed into our store in Roseville mm. and tried to, you know, steal something. Like, it was like six in the morning right. and they drove up the wrong side of the road and they just bagged into it with a sem- uh, semi, backed into it with a uh, pickup truck. But one of the one of the owners or the managers was there, and he was in there with a gun. Pow, pow, bust at him. But we still Jesus. had to work that day, like while they was Damn. working on the shit. It and you crazy. had a draft coming through. Yeah, the bro, you just hear like just working on the gate and all that, and we just sitting there like, I can give you twelve dollars for that TV, sir. <laughs> Say it again, twelve dollars. That's all we can do for you. Uh, listen, man, I'm not gonna. You can't pawn your son. Take yeah. him home. <laughs> so, right. Like so, like uh, I used when my grandpa died, he, he had a bunch of tools, mm-hmm. and I took them to pawn because like i'd be like i don't need a fucking sander what am i gonna need to use a sander mm-hmm. and so like i'd look it up the price of it and you go on ebay and from what i understand you guys check what has sold used 
sold. And it can't be. It can't just be like what it's up for. It's got to be what it's sold for. The, so the it's, highest bids. It's like all right. Right. It's like so. Why do you know this? This is accurate. I yeah. feel like I'm at the job. <laughs> no, because yeah, so yeah. So eBay, like I'd go yeah. in because with Nick's like broke. I'd have, exactly. Nick's broke. <laughs> I'd have three like pages ready of like the highest price that I found that sold, and I'd show them, and they'd be like, "I just found this one that sold for twelve dollars or yeah. whatever." Like that's their so, job to they, find to meet the prices. You like, check eBay what's sold. eBay right? sold sales completed. You go to uh, auction. And want the highest bid. So let's say it had three different prices where it went for 180, mm. it went for 160, and then somebody might have got one off for like 80 bucks. I'll give you but 12 that 80 bucks, one bid, and then this other one had this. So it's like, all right, well, we got to go with the most bids, and that one was 170. So we right. need 40% of what that 170 was. Because in our head, that's what we'll be able to sell it for because that's sure. what the price is. And also mm. the odds that you'll be able to sell it. Yeah, it's like bet. This would be better. Like so, because that's how we we rock it. And then you know we adjust prices. People come in there and all the time. Huh. Um, oh, uh, how much? On one seventy? I give you one set. I want a hundred bucks for it. It's like no. Nah. And then we start to bid and yeah, and just like you know, going negotiate back and forth with somebody. Huh? Nick trying to see what he could get for that. Yeah, amp, bro. He's, for real. He's, he's for just real. He's trying to find oh, all the loopholes. Right I just gave him <laughs> yeah. that amp, and he was so excited. And I was like, "You want to know yeah, why this motherfucker's so excited? Because he's going to take it to the pawn shop." We're going to do this. We're going to do a. Uh, we're going to work this out. I'm going to look up what that's worth. You'd be better just selling on the street. I be telling people that sometimes, like, really? bro, you just put it on Facebook Marketplace. You'll get right. more. Than, you'll get more than what we'll give you, but huh. it'll be closer to what what you want. Cause shit, mm-hmm. now that you moving, mm-hmm. bro, shit, you need to get niggas ten thousand for that amp, bro. Like oh, he's trying to get it. me indicted off the top. <laughs> <laughs> out of there. I have been more generous with people though. Yeah, people come through and it's like, but I'm just a, like, I mean, as much as I say I'm cold hearted, it's some people coming there with this arrogance that we supposed to get them what they want. Mm. So it just does my heart good to give you nothing. Yeah, yeah. But when people, I feel like people really need it or they just really good actors. I'm like, you deserve the Oscar Damn. for that one. So <laughs> when they when they ask me like, right, fresh out of Oscars, like, but here's an extra five bucks. Yeah. I've I've always felt dirty about that. Like, dirty about what? Like when they say, "What do you want for this?" You know. I'd always feel dirty about do obviously you gotta go higher gotta than over, yeah, right, but like I'd always feel dirty about being like I don't know, you know, hundred right? And they'd be like, No nah. man, every single time. There's not one time I've offered a number, even if it was reasonable. Because it make like, you sound dumb. Like yeah. I mean you never because it's like you give away your position. Just say, I don't know, what can y'all do for me? Because it's, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's like psychological. Because they taught me that. They was like, if people come in there, just automatically ask them what they looking for. Because sure. it just shock your system. Because, of course, you're going to be like, the greed and you jump up. Yeah. But then you're like, Ooh, but I want to be you. realistic. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, right so, away, just ask it. Just so like, just be like, no, nah, like, just whatever you can do for me. Because then yeah. automatically you feel better about the price. Or it just I puts like you that. in a position yeah. to be more confident about what you're asking for. Damn. So, just sneak it out. I'm just like, oh, this weather's pretty hot, isn't it? What do you want for that? Yeah, that's what cut to you, bro. I'm telling you. But being there, I'm definitely gonna write a sitcom around the pawn shop because Dude. it's one of the most interesting Absolutely. places I've been to. Yeah. And it's Hell like yeah. a cast, like the pawn shop is. <clears throat> it would be a great like. Dude, that would a be. great a great uh, sitcom, just like just the cast, like you know, what I'm saying some office type shit, mm. where it's like. And then you got a cast of regular people that come in at pawn stuff, yeah. and you can tell Recurring the story. There's just so many ways you can tell stories. Like you know what I'm saying? Why? Why did this item get here? How did it get here? And just, Damn. I just think it's a good idea, man. And I, yeah. I had so many. I, I, I got, I made a bunch of friends from working at this pawn shop. So it's like, I just want to pick their brains apart and turn those stories into something, bro. And I will. 
I you will. You get some serious characters. You can serious. get some That's hilarious. A good idea. I wish I could do sat there with Matt Richards. The reason I got that job, though. For real? Really? No shit. Matt Richards set up so many, bro. It's so, bro. Okay. Y'all don't hate him or nothing like that because y'all got quiet. That's our boy. Yeah. That's our boy. Yeah. So, Matt Rich, this is what happened. This is why I started working here. I don't even know if y'all care to know that why I started working there, but I did. <laughs> that was Tell my next us. question. So, this is what it was. So, and New Way is the center of this shit, too, which is crazy. <laughs> so, um, I had a kid, and, and in turn, having a kid, you the money was different. I got two kids. You know what I'm saying? My oldest daughter live in Atlanta. I got, that's Johanna. Shout out, not the host, but uh, my daughter <laughs> live in Atlanta. Yep, got and, same name. Um, I uh, ha- had another baby, uh, Kennedy. So this money, I needed to make more money because obviously I got two situations. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got to take care of. So I'm like, okay, I got to get a job. What's flexible? I still want to do comedy. So I run through my head like, what comedians have jobs? And a bunch of people ran through my head. But then I was like, Matt Richards was telling me he worked at the pawn shop. Seemed like he was flexible enough to where he worked during the day. He was off at night. And then even to fast, just rewind this, Matt Richards Came up to me one time at, at, at New Way, and I was funny. I'm gonna tell the story. And he, he, I bring girls to New Way a lot because it's just a cool ass spot to come sit down at. The drinks is cheap. The energy is good. That's mm-hmm. the last place I'm bringing girls, bro. <laughs> like, no, like you can give them some popcorn, or some shit, no, yeah, bro. Like, That's what he's saying, though. Bro, the popcorn's free. The drinks are cheap. But come this, on this now. I'm saying the vibe, though. The vibe <laughs> is crazy because none of the women, none of the women I bring through be on some old. They not no they not they they not no super like ratchet right. bitches that just mm-hmm. take whatever. So they come right. through and fuck with me because they fuck with me off the strength. Mm-hmm. But the love that I get in there and the love that's in there, they like, damn, this is I didn't think this would be a fun spot to be at. Right. So I bring through a bunch of thick, curvaceous African American <laughs> women. So we sitting in there politicking and kicking it. So this one time I'm just in there and Matt Richards run up to me like, Man, I work at this pawn shop. And this is how I found out he worked at the pawn shop. He's like, Man, this girl in here, man, with red hair. Oh man, she got this the fattest ass bro I just wish you could meet her and mm. I was like I wish I could too <laughs> fast forward I start working at a job I meet her we had sex my girlfriend now. you know what I'm Damn. saying like the craziest shit ever and it's just like that's how no god is real but like I said um, she got red hair yeah she got, man, ain't got red hair no more but I, when white, I got there white girl, gotta be girl. blessing come you on, with fat asses yeah. uh, <laughs> come on Sorry, I can't you know, yeah. no like I wouldn't but no she's black um, was like she ain't no more she's black still <laughs> And, Josh um, gonna change when you go to black, LA, black, bro. Yeah. She used to be black. <laughs> she was black till she met me, man. <laughs> but uh, no, man. And then, like I said, Matt got me the job. I started working there, and psh, I've been there. And then, like, they found out I did comedy, which was weird because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was treating that place like jail. Like I hated that place. I was just like, I'm just here to do my time and leave. Yeah, put right. your head Behind down. Yes, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for real. Like I was just in there. I didn't say much, and but then slowly but surely, people knew start coming in there like. Hey man, you that comedian? And it was like weird. Yeah. And people was like, hey, my man funny. And everybody, because I wasn't saying nothing at the job, I wasn't doing nothing. And people was like, this motherfucker do comedy? Like he don't say nothing to nobody. He tall, he's scary looking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just slowly started coming out. And then people from my job start coming to my shows and mm-hmm. they found out I was leaving. And then like, I don't know if y'all tell people y'all do comedy, but when you do that, people automatically Automatically assume you're not shit. You can't possibly yeah. be good at something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Or they, Kev- yeah. Yeah, Kevin they Hart. Just listen to you, what you're saying. Yeah. Different. They like, Kevin Hart, you're not even funny for real. Like, exactly. you don't talk, and Kevin Hart is from another planet. Like, yeah. you got shot here off a of, of ship or whatever. Yeah. And it's they like don't you get be it. be funny all the time around yeah. them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just but, like, no, nah, I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to be regular, dog. Like, I just want right. to serve margaritas. They bro. don't like, get it. But then they came to the shows, and then people just would come up there and be like, like, I didn't realize I was as big as people. To people that I 
That's how, now was that was. embarrassing, bro? Like when motherfuckers come to your show, it's like, damn, I'm still working. Like I'm in this. Bitch it was fucking. like, yeah, it was. It was people just recognizing you, like you, like like you are Kevin Hart, which they should because you funny as shit. But it's like fucking. It's damn. more embarrassing to me, like not because I'm here. I know why I'm here. I'm working because I'm taking care of my kids and right. like here it's a labor of love. Like I yeah. do comedy so that I can take care of my kids and afford the ability to do comedy. Even though comedy was like. My main bitch, mm. this is my side bitch. You caught me with, so mm. it ain't like that. I'm more ashamed of. I was <laughs> more, I was more embarrassed <laughs> by like, I don't like attention. Yeah. Hey, if motherfucker put me to side, I'm like, oh, you the comedy, but it's just like, oh, that's my man. You funny as hell. Mm. Somebody even saw a video I had that went semi-viral like six uh, years ago. That I was like, you seen that? Cause he was like, man, you the dude from the tax season video. <laughs> uh, that that impressed me more than anything. Police at the door. Because it was a black man with an all right. walking around your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know a lot of comics that say Drinking that. And I feel that same thing up. too. But it's like we don't want attention, but also we grab our mic and we hop on stage. Biggest contradiction on yeah. planet, right? Yeah, we're all like attention whores. To, but to but it's like as soon as we get attention, I'm like chill. I'm just trying to be cool. It's like how dare you embarrass me like this and come talk to me after I come off stage and just right. talk in front of a crowd of people? Damn. Right. How long you been doing? Like ten? Sixteen. Yeah, but that laptop did. Dude, I tried to I ask you this. Ten bucks. Pawn shop. <laughs> the computer just dropped. Don't let us hit the ground. I saw a dent. Dog, this this laptop, you'll get $2.50 for, dog. For real. I'm telling you. No. How many times you got people coming in with something and be like, I'm com- believe me, I'm not losing this. I'm coming back for it. All the just time. Give me good man. money. All the I time. Want, you know. We tell them, like, we, we always give them the price. Like, bro, we got to take into consideration. You may not come back to get this. Right. So if we give you this much for it and we can't sell it for this, Mm. We left looking crazy. Like, yeah. no, no, I'm coming back. Sure, but we had to assume the worst. Like, let's say you hit the lottery or get drafted number one next year by the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you're a dope fiend, but who knows what your 40 yard dash time dope is? Dope fiend, but you cold, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's a question uh, Do you think, like, do you think working at the cop pawn shop has, like, affected the comedy at all? Affected how? Like, like you said. Like you, like you said, you more cold-hearted. You think being that cold-hearted has like helped you mm. on stage a little bit? Oh, I think 2019 made me cold-hearted, so it was easy enough for me to just work at a place where it's like people need money and I have the ability to give it to them. Like it's just in their eyes, it, I'm in the way of their money that they need. Mm-hmm. Even though it's these, I don't know what the Aubreys are, but they might be Lebanese. I don't know what they are, but it's their money. I'm just facilitating. Do they have a cross on. Yeah, they got a lot Chaldean. of pictures of Jesus. Chaldean. I don't think they Chaldean. I know they not because I assumed that one time and they not. Okay. But uh, they something, but they not from around here. They cool. Right. But um, yeah, man, no, 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 no. I just think 2019 was a hard year for me just with a lot that went on. Mm. So it was easier for me to work at a place where somebody would come up to me and I know you're trying to play a game with me. Mm. And it's like, no, I can tell you no easy. Damn. Like, that was my skill. Like, to look at you like, no, we it's can't like do it. It's like being a cop. It's like nobody, like or a parole officer or a PO officer, it's like, Everybody done really. They're they're gonna. Everybody's fake. Everybody you. come with you with a sob story. Everybody come at you with this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, like I'm not, after, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this, bro. I'm done. Like fuck you. after a certain amount of time, you're like, I've, I'm sorry. Listen, yeah, it's just. I know it's you're easy. full of shit. I know. Or even if you're not, you probably sometimes think they're full of shit. And then certain stuff just piss me off. What you mean? I'm not taking your Xbox 360. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I got Atari's newer than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Nobody playing Xbox 360. Atari. We don't take it no <laughs> That's more. Factually. That's so true. We dog. don't take it no more. It's like certain stuff, you know, and then this would like, they'll come bring you some stuff that you wouldn't. It's like, so you want me, 
You want me to buy a car with no steering wheel? Could I sell you that you car with no steering wheel? wheel? If I pulled up to you like, hey, take this car with no steering wheel for this price. No. Yeah. So it's like, look at it like that. But people never do. You ever buy something? Like, do you have the authority to buy something? Mm-hmm. You've been working there long enough where they trust you. You don't have to consult anybody for a price. No, I mean I had to consult for a price, but I can put like I have the ability to buy some, and they're like, "Well, are you gonna buy it?" Mm. Not for the floor. It's like if I see somebody, like, oh damn, I like that amp, and yeah. if I buy it, they're like, "But you gonna buy it?" Because they in their head it might not sell. It might be something that I got an infinity for, like yeah. affinity for. It's like, all right, I'll buy it as long as like on that level they're like, all right, cool, because you're gonna get we gonna make our money back off of you because you're okay. gonna buy that thing. Mm-hmm. Then I do, but to, for me to be like, hmm, I think this amp will be great for our music section, mm-hmm. and then it sit over there, and then I'm looking stupid, and you laughing going up the street. <laughs> you ever fuck up like that? Like yeah. it's like somebody sold you like some fucking this bro, is the I first pressing and they just fucking gold, wrote in the number. Like fake gold and all that shit, bro. Damn. That job is like that job is serious. People come through with like everything and they it's a bunch of ways. You know, uh how they get tricky. you on the fake gold. Niggas I don't know. But this was in, this was in the beginning. Why. But before that's like, a like have a chemical test. Yeah, this that. is in the beginning though. You might have didn't scrape hard far enough. Like if it's Ooh. if it's if it's gold plated, you gotta scrape to the point where you ah, damn near yeah, all yeah. the way down to where you see it. Even though you can ruin the jewelry like that, to protect your own ass, you gotta do that. Yeah. And if you don't, it's like I ain't I ain't been fired enough, of course, because I'm still there until I leave, but you know, I don't see people get cussed out about that. Like, oh, it's coming out to a check. That's going to be $500. Damn. Because you gave somebody X amount of dollars. Huh. Bro, before I got there, they say some big heist hat. I don't even want to talk about this, but I don't care because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> right along, exclusive bitch. Yeah. Two A's, motherfucker. Before That's I got right. there, I guess one of the managers, they was running some type of scheme up there where they was taking stuff. That's why you have to double check now. It used to be where you would come up there and somebody might bring you an iPhone 7 and you would just type, it's a, it's a 10 mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you 500 for it. And they would put it up in the back and nobody was checking the stuff. And by that time, they done gave them the 500. Mm-hmm. Their cousin came over and did it and now they meet up later, split the 500. Mm-hmm. And they did that to the point where they got over like four or $500,000 of merchandise. They had been doing this so long to where now we got a bunch of different it's like three, four different levels before you can do anything. You got to get it signed off by this person, that person. And then mm. once it's put up, they check it the next day. So somebody went and got Ocean's Eleven off in their ass Ooh. and was hit licks. And the dumb thing about it is they didn't even notice that the manager that was doing it, this bitch went from taking a bus to work to wearing Yeezys to work to going to <laughs> concerts to this bitch just floating around on hover pad, you know, hoverboards at yeah, the job. Right. Like, bitch, who is you? She came Gizmo in a helicopter like, right. wait, <laughs> I thought you lived on Joy Road. They had to be like, how much do we pay her now? Right. Like, but she was hitting lick the whole time. So now, like this bitch went to Paris for two weeks. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, bro, like this shit was just crazy. So that's why, like you said, yeah. you could, it's, a, it's a check and balance. Now, it used to be before I got there, probably they say about six months before I got there, well, you, they was free. Everybody had a limit. It didn't matter how much. Now, they only giving people certain limits. Like, you mm. know, you a $200 limit. Up to $200, you can be like, all right, I don't need to get nobody to prove this. But if after I, so let's say I take something in that I'm going to give somebody 250 for or $201 for, mm-hmm. then the manager come by, oh, this over your limit? Let me check it out. All right, 201 I'll prove that. Bing. You could be like good cop, bad cop with that shit too. You'd be like, I would give you five, but like, look at this guy. He comes I mean, all there. the time. That's how we play it. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just like, hey, yeah, my manager said that we can't do it. You Damn. know, sometimes I walk off knowing that we're going to pass And nobody's on. in the back. Nobody like, in the back. Manager. I go in the back, <laughs> yeah. get some ice out of the refrigerator and eat it and come back like, man, my manager said we can't even take it, bro. I already did it for you. <laughs> my manager's ice cold. I just watched you the other night pretend to order baby shoes for a guy in the front row at a comedy oh, yeah, show. Yeah. And that was the funniest shit and I've have, seen in a long time. He had small feet or something? He had small feet. feet. And Josh was like, look at you with your cute feet up on the ledge. Yeah. And then he went in <laughs> oh, behind yeah. the curtain and was like, we got a size baby gap for this. I don't even know what the fuck you said, but it was 
so funny. Yeah, man. So now I'm just picturing you at the pawn shop pretending like your manager's back there. Playing roles, playing roles. all the time. It's just fun. You're just acting at that point. You just go to the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I used to work at Walgreens, they're like, can you check in the back if they have this? Yeah, I just go back there. You'd go back there? I go back get on my phone. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just look around. Just I need this nuts, medication right. or I might die. Pee. Right. Come back out. Like, nah, we ain't got it, bro. Can't even do it for you. Can't even do it for you, my baby. I wanted for to. For real, right. sir. I'm managing on some dumb shit. For real. So, question. So, you talked about, uh, you said how your 2019 was rough. My 2019 was real rough, too. Like, can you, like, talk about, like, I want your, your, you had a, I know you had a, your, your, your second daughter in 2019, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what was, what was rough about 2019 where it was like, maybe, maybe that's the reason you decided to make, like, to get out of here and go to LA or what's what? Well, first and foremost, my being, my daughter being born was literally like the best thing that happened to me. That was one of the Absolutely. biggest and one of the few bright spots of 2019. Mm-hmm. But like I said, man, I had lost a lot of people. Uh, like Kool-Aid had that, that, uh, like. Kool-Aid had died probably like right before the new year. Like so that still felt like 2019 to me. Yeah. And like I say, uh, it's always lessons in people dying, like or, or somebody passing. And the lesson I got from that was Kool-Aid never he never he he traveled and hit the road, but he never left to go like to LA or New York to be like, all right, to go out here and be like, let me be out here with all these opportunities at cause mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. Like it's no way you one of the funniest people in one of the larger markets in the world and you not better than 94, 98% of the people doing what you do. Mm-hmm. So in that lesson, it was like, all right, because people started looking at me like, oh, well, Josh is the next Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And not in no bad way, but then I looked at it in that way, like not to put no negative spin on why he didn't leave. Who knows why he didn't leave? Right. But right. it was like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to take the spot now? It was like, mm-hmm. well, if that's the case, I want, I want to do what I felt Kool-Aid should have done. Of if course. he didn't have whatever was dealing with or holding him back, he mm-hmm. went out there and put on, and then when he came back home, we gave everything he could to for the city and then on top of that me and my daughter's mom which i really was trying to be with like i mean i don't want to i mean i only got two kids by two women but that's never the play that i wanted i wanted right. to be in a house with all with the, i want to have one kids by one woman and being and they be all in one household i didn't want to have no lucy's you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but and now they you know it's atlanta <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm just yeah you so just that's why i like it i love my babies to nigga. death i love my babies to death but i never wanted that and now i was like we didn't work and and we we, we actually arguing about it now she to this day trying to prove to me that she, i never felt she really supported the comedy like mm-hmm. she's she met me doing comedy she seen what i was doing comedy mm-hmm. and then she seen what i was doing comedy and she also seen how other people looked at me and where they held me in regards to she was like, so yeah. you're in pretty, comedy so you're pretty far along when you met her yeah i met her like literally like three years ago okay like you know sure. we met 2017 at the um, mlk ski weekend okay. and i was there doing comedy even though i don't think she made it to that show to see me do it mm-hmm. but she seen the way people was at me after the show was okay. and then she saw me do comedy from that point to now and where people kind of be like how they looked at me but for some reason when it comes to what we do or anything outside of the norm that people do i believe People just look at comedy as a thing. They look at it as a thing like comedy. You about to go do a comedy show? Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's just a weird thing. And it's like look at it like it's a job. Even though I don't, I mean, I treat it like one, but it, it's it's a, it's more of a passion of mine that mm-hmm. I can get paid for it and turn it into a career. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. people because if you're not if you're if you're not constantly selling out fucking arenas or theaters, people don't take it seriously. You could even be selling out like small clubs like the Independent or something like which that. Which I did. But, Thank which you y'all did. for having me. Yeah, exactly. Anytime. But, it's, but, but you could even be doing that and people still don't take it seriously. And it's like, 
and it's like no this is a job you can make a you can make a real last living you can make just as much as doctors as lawyers even more even if I made as much as a nigga who worked at the pawn shop you should still be cool with it exactly. because I'm producing I'm, exactly mm-hmm. but it was like she did not in my opinion believe in me she went she was college educated she went and got her degree she just went in and got her uh well, after her associates, she got her bachelor's and her, you know what I'm saying? I think that's how I go, right? I don't be knowing too much about that college. Yes. Shit. Associates, bachelor's, master's. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bachelor's or whatever. So she's got, she's got her certifications and that stuff. So mm-hmm. in her head, she look at it a certain way. Even though all the people of her generation or her demographic, they are at my shows and they know me. Mm-hmm. She just didn't seem, I didn't need her to buy in. I just needed her to not get in the way of it. Like you ain't gotta You ain't gotta believe in me Right I, I started this all by myself I didn't start comedy And invite a bunch of people Hey I do these open mics I, right. I I kept comedy from people For so long for me to do it That it was like I was so I was I was good enough at it That by the time they came I didn't need people To be in the audience And be like Oh we, we holding you down It was like they came right. Because they was like Oh Josh we hear you doing comedy now Like my people found out I did comedy because they saw a flyer in the gas station. And my niggas right. came up to me like, nigga, what is you doing on the flyer? <laughs> and I've been doing comedy Damn. for two years. You hear, you hear that so, first time? Yeah, dog. you're smart yeah. as hell. Everybody else it. fucking a first time doing comedy bring. And then, and then they got like, uh, fuck, the mm-hmm. next time on their Instagram, they got, these are my dates for the next Yeah, fucking. exactly. It's, it's like, like <laughs> every all your pictures are, I'm a comedian now. But, like, dude, I, 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 I'm very, I subscribe to that mentality. But, but by more. the time you do it like that, they they stop coming because you're really not good anyway. So right. the audience, the exactly. people that come to support get smaller and smaller and smaller. And then when you look up next time in New Way, it yeah. ain't nothing but a bunch of them comedians in there mm-hmm. and the bartender. And when you up there doing it and you're not good, you mm-hmm. find out what's real. And then yeah. you start to, then yeah. the work really begins. But dude, like I'm conflicted mm-hmm. with that too because like, all right, so I don't feel like I I'm shit to even promote or put out there like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's like. But like, then when am I gonna be ready? When when am I gonna be in my mind funny enough to start doing it? It can't hurt to start posting shit. You no, know? it don't start it hurting. Can't your hurt. first real but, show, like, but I mean, like, an open mic is a place that you go to to work out and become good. So it's okay to yeah. not be good at. It's okay if you're not funny Which, that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'm talking now, about when you get your first like putting book, yourself out there, like, like to promote people to come see you. To promote yourself when like you're just like you're working on a craft. Like like if you're a rapper, you'd be in your basement. Making a hundred songs with in obscurity, nobody knows about you, uh-huh. right? Like the the one mentality is to do that and then come out with an album or something like that. And then there's the people that ninety percent of the time are whack as fuck, but they just put oh, out everybody. Shit yeah, oh, dude, everybody yeah, knows that they're, they're a rapper. Out shit yeah, and it's ass. Show, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm conflicted between the both. Well, you just gotta like I said. I mean, if if you if you're good enough for somebody, if somebody books you for a show, sure. Then obviously they feel like you're good enough to be there. So it's like yeah, that's yeah. your time to start being like, hey. Let me invite people out to the show. Like, right, all right, cool. Right. Well, I, I got this gig. They gave me ten minutes or five minutes. Yeah. Why don't y'all come out? Then it's cool. I, I'm not. I'm not here to tell you when to tell people to come to your show. Right. That's just what I was on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not telling people. It's a lot of stuff. Like this Instagram wave got people out here. Hey man, I want to start doing comedy. So where the managers at? It's like manage what, nigga? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. just you just decided you're gonna do comedy because you do some videos up on Instagram, mm-hmm. bro. I'm 16 years in and I still don't feel like I have much to manage yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. always ask, you know how many people I had try to manage me over my 16 years, and I've allowed it. I had my boys do it because some of my boys, it was just like after we graduated high school, they didn't have nothing to wake up and push for no more. Mm-hmm. They didn't have nothing to chase. It wasn't no more. It was like nah, they just get up every day. This was a thing like nah, Josh, I'm Josh manager. But it's like, bro, you you got to work harder than me. So that mm-hmm. means your job, you ain't gonna get paid 
until I get paid. So mm-hmm. you got to create something for me to give you some off of. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as a manager, you have to know people I don't know. So that means you got to be in people's faces trying to put me in situations that I can't put myself in. Right. But they didn't have it. And then I had people like I then I had people who just wanted to manage just to say they was a manager right. to have a title. So I went through some people. I got some. I got a guy, not Kari. He really helps me out a lot. That's my guy. He just really bring Kool Aid up again. He always wanted to help Kool Aid. And then he seen when he seen Kool Aid in me, and he was like, "Bro, whatever it takes, I'm gonna help you get to where you gotta go." And that's why I do the podcast with over there, uh, with the Josh Adams podcast. Yes, I don't uh, think you met Kari. Yeah. Or maybe you I did. Met, I met, been I met him for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Me for a while. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, I ain't fucking hilarious. hilarious yeah, I ain't did one in yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah I've been so busy in the league, bro. So by yourself, typically. No, me and like J. Bill. I had a bunch of guest hosts, uh, guests like people who host with me. But J. Bill called the Josh Adams podcast. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't care at that point. It was like I just want. Put my name in it and you know just cool. put my name in people's heads but uh yeah man just promote yourself like I, I always tell people now if i knew what i knew now i would also i would work as hard as i did as getting funny i would work on the business side so that means building your own building your own fan base because that's a currency mm. you can be as funny as you want my really still might not book you and our showcase still might not book you because then i was 16 years and i was showcasing never gave me no money to do comedy fuck the showcase and i'm, and I'm like, hey like johanna's and, the fucking good at that shit like promote. yeah and that's like that's a skill all Johanna in itself. But Johanna got the nerve to be funny too, though. Sure. So my thing yeah, is I this: mean, I just hate when somebody isn't funny and does it. That's my. Yeah. But it's like but if it's they're gonna skill. do it, and I think I'm funny. I might but, as well do it too. But I will say, I think that there's positives in both situations because I will say, like, I wish that I wouldn't have been hoeing my ass around mm, fucking so early. You know, so early, you yeah. know, like that first year, I had, I was, yeah. I was a bringer. You know, I brought yeah, people. Sure. Every, are, I was yeah. bringing people to the open mics, yeah. not even just the showcases. You know, and then they fucking died down on me. Like, like everyone warned me that yeah. they would. You know, right. But that's okay because they come to the important shit now. But like, whatever. Right. I don't need them to come to every open mic because a I'm st- I'm just repeating the same shit I was repeating last week. Right. Or I'm working on new shit and I'm embarrassing myself. So mm. it's like, who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah. But it did get me into like the beat and the pattern of like, all right, the first of every month I'm gonna put my shows out for the month, and yeah. then every Sunday night or Monday morning I'm gonna put out my shows for the week, just to be like. Either you show up or don't. Yeah. You're probably not going to. But also, like other comics and other bookers, because social media facts. is so important nowadays. They're seeing you, mm-hmm. and then now I'm getting DMs like, "Hey, you've been working really hard. Could you come host this? Yeah. Come feature at the Holly Hotel. Come do this. Come do that." Like, there's a there's a business side behind it too. But yeah, like you said, have important. the nerve to be funny too. You that's know, that's, that that that's what I always thought was like even when you brought up like the rappers and shit that just be putting shit out. Right. It's like I think there's value in like just getting in the habit of doing that. Like, yes. Like and right. if the whack ones are gonna do it, why not? Yeah. Do it? Exactly. Why? You, yeah. Exactly. They're like, doing it. We're actually good at the shit. So like it's like just getting the habit of doing because because chances are nothing's gonna come from you posting. Right. Fucking. And the funny thing about them is they. They don't. They don't want to be whack. They just happen to be whack. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the thing about it. Like right. you just think they like I'm whack. I gotta do it. But yeah. the point is this though. It's like they doing something that you not doing. So in reality, you wrong. Right. For being for not promoting yourself. Exactly. He just doing what he's supposed to. He just happens to be whack. Now if he was good, you wouldn't look at him crazy. Me in the hand though. Isn't Who? There a little, con- little bit of a connection. I don't think Seen, it is. No. I just think they just got like it's like I was talking around about this the other day. We ain't said he. I don't say no comedians' names, but he was just like it's guys that are making hundreds of thousands. of dollars doing comedy and they are nowhere near as talented as us it's kind of doing comedy but we are talented amen so we kind of lazy because we're like i'm good though like why do i have to promote people should want to come but no you should be like hey come see me yeah because i'm gonna be here now if i knew that in the beginning even though i did start doing my own shows in the beginning if i would have made a conscious effort 
to be to be more organized about like retaining information all the people that would come to my shows mm. over time I could have went to Mark Reilly's or that number showcase and be like hey I know you don't want to book me or whatever like, I mean Mark Reilly's didn't book me but I'm just saying like the places that didn't book me and be like hey I want to get your spot like imagine if you had a over, over a 16 year career I could be able to pull up like I got about 50,000 people that have come to wherever I want them to come to so you know what I want to do uh uh, Booker at uh, at said club. I want your Monday and Tuesday, and I'm gonna set it out. And if you want to do a door deal, we can. I take eighty percent of the door. You take twenty and all your drinks, mm-hmm. and come slap that place out. They gonna look at you like, damn, it's some big names I bring here who did JFL and who been on right. Conan that can't bring these people in. So mm-hmm. that's the most important thing, man. Currency, man. And you you have currency in your audience. So if you can build your audience, that's why I like the independent. Crazy. It's comedian ran club. And they give comedians a place to where you can come through and be like, hey, can I get this on a Tuesday and do something here? Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, if you're a good person in this idea, they're like, all right, cool. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. Right. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You know, man. Yeah, dude. We I were going to have J-Bell run a Wednesday show for us, but yeah. he's, you know, doing his thing. Which... I mean, I told him to. Like, I was like, I was t- like, like I tell J-Bell and Mike Leary and a bunch of comedians who kind of, for the most part, only do urban audiences or Black audience. I'm trying to figure out which word I want to use when I talk about that audience. But <laughs> like when they be they we do that, know, we know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But niggas, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I be wanting to tell them like, Boogie dog. Nights. I don't know why y'all scared. He called Boogie Nights a nigga night, low key. <laughs> I was gonna let that slide. He was like Boogie Nights. I was actually referring to Boogie. You, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? But the funny thing is this though. <laughs> It's a lot of it's, it's it's a lot of boogies at boogie night. God I get what you're saying, it. man. God damn it's a lot of boogies out there. They be boogieing. Oh, hard on. Uh, Shout out to boogie. Shout out to my man boogie. Bro. But they uh, so funny. They uh, they 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 don't want to come around. Like I be like, why do y'all only do like this audience when y'all can easily come over here? It's like it's money over there. Mm. Like just mm-hmm. talking about the people that the people you're speaking on are. They they good enough not to where they can be getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like we get paid to do comedy. This is what we do. So it's like, why would you only do this one, this one side of the room when you can come over here? Yeah, like yeah. they do the churches, they do the urban, they do the they do the urban circuit, and then it's like this whole mainstream over here is wide open, and that opens you up to a whole like you close yourself off in Detroit, mm-hmm. the Detroit area, which I include the. Uh, uh, Ferndale and Royal, all that in the Detroit area when I say comedy. Mm-hmm. You close yourself off to all those rooms when you don't do that. And then mm-hmm. here come Grand Rapids. Like people didn't, like it's people didn't go to that side. Of it. And it's like they love comedy on that side. And then you got yep. Lansing and then you got Kalamazoo and all this stuff. So, you know, I ain't saying I'm doing it all right, but I'm just giving it my best attempt at Yeah, like you're, what you're I understand. one of the few people that I know that goes to Punchline and probably goes to Starters and shit like that and then will come to the Independent. Yep. But like, there's the three of us here are some of the only people I've ever seen go to fucking punchline. That's what I'm yeah. like, right. It so it goes both ways. Way yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It definitely goes. It goes both ways way. too. Yeah. It's right. like, I, it's all the, it's a crowd is a crowd, dude. Yeah. That's what it you is. Mm-hmm. And it's just learning how to speak your language, like translate your language to that audience. And like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People, never change what it is you do. And pander, that's important. Mm-hmm. And this is a funny story. Jeff and Ron, y'all know, and I'm sure yeah, your audience yeah. might yeah. be familiar with them, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Horse, Ron Taylor, Motown Lab Kings, right? Mm-hmm. Ron 
only started only doing white rooms. Jeff started on Jeff only did boogie nights kind of rooms. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he introduced they introduced each other to the vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it was just like that shows you that Damn. we can all get caught up in a circuit and be like, all right, I, I'm good here. I, I'm that's where I'm good at. I'm only gonna stay this area. It's like you should want to be as well rounded as possible. Like I want my audience to be an extension of what I am and exactly. the things I represent. Yeah. Right. Get out of your comfort zone for exactly. sure. And that's the most yeah. important part. Absolutely. But people be scared of that. So I be telling Mike Larry and Mike Larry is one of the funniest people in the world. But he would he just he he do churches and he was the first dude that I seen we saw we all started off doing comedy regular cussing we was in bandies and stuff like that and he just he was like bro I'm about to just be clean because I'm gonna start giving my life to God and I watched his comedy I watched him stop cussing and it was still as funny as it was when he was cussing mm. might even even funnier yeah. like and I remember sitting it. there watching him like after he's done I was like that nigga didn't cuss at all. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, if you can do that, bro, you can do anything in my mind. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, to be able to go up there and not, and be like, man, I ain't finna concede to what I'm doing. Like, that's this is my comedy. And he pulled it off, man. So, Damn. Like, like I said, man, Nate Fritzen, man, he would come do the black rooms. And I just feel like doing the other room makes you funnier in that other world you in, even though. How could it not? Yeah, Facts. it's gonna make yeah. you better. Uh-huh. How could yeah. it not? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's funny about Jeff and Ron, because like, I feel like Nick was a big reason. Like I started going to Punchline more yeah. for real, because like you were just telling me, like, yo, no, this mic is fucking sweet. Like, fucking it is. It's a full man. crowd. Man. Jason uh-huh. Brent took me to Punchline for the first time. Yeah. Shout out Jason Brent, yeah. my brother. I love him. That yeah. was before Nick Kelly was even born. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all for real. Like for real, Jason Brent made me go there. No shit. Oh yeah, I was scared out my ass. Shout out dude. to Trixie's man. Like I, I like man. Shout out to oh Punchline. yeah, you recorded oh, your album yeah. there. Yeah, record my album there, man. Funny as hell. I was there the Paradise night that that white around. drunk mm-hmm. fucking bitch was up on the stage. Shout out to her. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> think of her name, and I love her to death because she's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't think of her name right now. She come out to all the shows and she's always hella drunk. But she good people, man. She made she made a moment on the, on that on my album. She's like my favorite. Tracy, uh, Tiffany, Tracy, something like that. Tracy, some, I can't think of it, man. Some, I'm so some white girl. Got a lot going on my head. My memory ain't shit, but yeah, yeah, man. Do everything, man, if you can. <laughs> she was up there like, Josh, give me a kiss, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, You think I'm gonna kiss your white ass in front of all these black girls? You crazy? <laughs> yeah, they done lost yeah, it. Was, and I, and they paid to get in there. It's like you gonna kiss a white bitch in front of all us right now, and we paid to get in. <laughs> I left the shit out of there. That's yeah, so man. funny. Yeah, we actually, uh, like sorry to interrupt you. No, we actually just had Ron Taylor on as a guest a yes, couple of episodes it. back, mm-hmm. and he had some stories about Motown Laugh Kings and about you guys. And mm-hmm. uh, the one that really stuck out was y'all going to New York, oh, yeah. and he accidentally got into Apollo Live or whatever. I mean, he didn't accidentally, accidentally get to but you know, he walked in there and it was like, "We need you." It <laughs> 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 didn't happen like that. That's why I'm asking the hard question. He came with me. Okay, so my boy. Be original who was out in LA. He is a uh, he one of them guys who just do research. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know they doing these auditions. Even though he's not gonna do them, he gonna throw them to us because he just feel like we can we gonna take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So I was already set up to do this competition out there. It was called the Devil's Cup. So I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going out to New York to do the Devil's Cup competition because I had just been running through a lot of competitions. I'm like, might as well go to New York and try to run through one and win. Yeah. So. Ron was like, "All right, I'm gonna go with you." And then the original was like, "Hey, y'all should sign up for these auditions that's going um, going on out there for BT Apollo." So I was like, "All right, bet we can do that." And then um, I signed up, and they all just happened to fall in the same time. It was just like, "Oh, I gotta leave like two days earlier, so we can a day earlier to do to do BT Apollo, and then we just gonna stay and do the competition and whatever." So Ron was like, "All right, I'm gonna come with you. Uh, I got a cooler, and I got some money, and we can use your bridge card to put some food in the cooler." And that was like that. Like, "All right, then road trip, fam. Let's yeah. do it." Hell yeah. We get in the car, we drive up there, and 
he went up there and they the auditions was like I filled out my audition online. Mm-hmm. It was like, but if you show up, you can sign up. So you so know, it was like an application. Yeah, so it was just like. Oh, you here? You might as well do it. Right. When you say you accidentally got in, it's like, hey, man, we're not taking no more people, but it's something about you. But you, yeah, exactly. It yeah. wasn't that. He just happened. <laughs> he came and was like, hey, like, but that's what we was on at the time. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, if somebody was doing something, we all gonna go because an opportunity may come. Like, yeah. if Ryan got something, I'm gonna go. All right, you do. Oh, you performing somewhere? You 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 closing out? I'm going to show up and if I get some time I get some time and maybe opportunity come from me doing it right and that's what it was he went we both auditioned they picked both of us and we was like whoa we about to do a BET Apollo and Mm -hmm. then the competition was the next day and I think the competition was like two days long and I started at like the bottom bottom bracket Mm -hmm. and um I won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I won yeah. like $500. I needed that money right then, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get it. So we borrowed money to get there and had to borrow money to get back. Yeah. And low key, I feel like I beat this comedian from New York, named, named, a nigga named Sam something. Sam Morell. Sam Morell? I, oh, I think I, I beat that nigga. Like a white Jewish guy? Yeah, I beat him. <laughs> Sam, hey, thing, shout out to Sam Morell. Hey. Yeah, shout out to Got your ass That up. is so fucking funny. Sam Morell is one of my favorite comedians. Sam shout out to him because I featured for him at a. Uh, my really but I yeah. think I only remember because I was just looking at him like I know this nigga from somewhere <laughs> and I see his face so much like yeah I think I beat that nigga in something <laughs> but uh hey I, I remember you that nigga I, I whooped your ass bro just, yeah you know, right obviously he, he got a little better now so yeah. you know what I'm saying right I, I try to catch up with him but you know what I'm saying but yeah yeah that, that was crazy I remember him sleeping on the floor in my van looking up and we just saw these these high rise penthouses or whatever and it, the lights was on and I was like they don't even know it's two niggas sleeping on the in the van yeah. down here outside the uh <laughs> Thing. But it's just inspirational and motivates you to be like, all right, one day we better tell that story and we'll be them niggas in the penthouses and hell and yeah, two niggas lay down in their drawers in the van, right? With a cooler full you of sandals. Call him up with that story, be like, hey, remember when yeah. we like, I feel like you're up in the penthouse now. Call, mm-hmm. bro, we done had some stories. Put me bro. on. Uh, we done had some stories, man. Like the Motown Lavkin's just cool though, man. Like I said, hell yeah. That, the way that came together was weird, but yeah. we're in a very good way. It was just. They made, like it was a bunch like meet like Mike Epps and some shit like it was man it was Mike Epps hold us yeah we we was new putting this shit together and we was geeked and Jeff was super geeked because he white mm-hmm. and he was like <laughs> we was at a geeked we was at Kool Aid show and Kool Aid when Kool Aid do shows the comedians that come in town they do other shows other places they gonna come to Kool Aid show because right. they know it's mm-hmm. gonna be women there and the energy gonna be right and it's always gonna be a good show so Mike Epps came. And we was in the audience, and you know, Kool Aid do he do like Boogie Night type of shows, you know right. what I'm saying? Boogie Night type of show. And <laughs> we sh- he showed up, and he was in there, and Mike Epps was taking pictures with all the women, cause that's what Mike Epps really came here to do. He right. ain't come here to fuck. He ain't come here to chicken with us. So right. Jeff was like, "Oh my God, it's Mike Epps. He don't really sound like this." But he's like, "Yeah, cause Mike Epps, Kool Aid, it'd be a great idea to get a picture with him with the Motown Laugh Kings." And I was like, "Jeff, we should probably chill. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I know what you're trying to do." But I don't think this is what we really want, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. I don't want to have to beat Mike Epps' ass, right? And my man. And then next thing I know, Kool Aid went over there asking, like, "Hey man, these new comedians, man, they really funny, man. Mike, they want to know they can get a picture with you." Mike was like, "Man, um, fuck them niggas," Damn. and went and took some pictures with a bunch of bitches. And then <laughs> Jeff, I just watched his little white heart break, <laughs> and I was like, "I told you, Jeff." Now you looking stupid. Now Mike Epps on my list. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's like, all right, Mike, we'll see. We gonna cross paths. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, it was just one of them scenarios where it was like, I'm weird about celebrities. I don't want to meet nobody. I don't like, want to take no you pictures. Don't find out they have a fucking bitch ass motherfucker. I don't want to have to feel no way about nobody because mm-hmm. my insecurities always already make me feel away. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm not gonna put myself out there like 
we were talking about Sinbad on the plane on the way to LA, me and my boy uh, Dez, aka Kid Clever. Mm -hmm. We get off the plane, Sinbad come off that bitch. Mohawk and everything, high booty on his back, walking out, <laughs> doing Sinbad. And he was like, man, let's go holler at him. I was like, I don't want to not like Sinbad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to. He one of the funniest comedians and underrated. Like you don't you forget that Sinbad's one of the funniest people in the world till you see him do a comedy. You like, right. oh, he, ain't nobody better than Sinbad. Mm -hmm. But I just I don't want to meet. If, if it happened organically and I meet you, then cool. Right. I'm not gonna put myself out there for you to be a whole ass nigga, You're right? Or right. a terrible person. So I don't do it. Plus, what you gonna say? Yeah. Like, is you know, like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a comedian too. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, go, he don't right. hear that. And right. he just got off a plane. Yeah, he don't. He's six a... foot four. Like me, he probably. I mean, maybe he's still flying. He probably flying for class, but it's still a plane. It's uncomfortable. You, right. could, you almost could have yeah. died yeah. And it's like Thousands of people run up and, and, that, and that's the part That I get nervous about With comedy Or just getting any type of fame Is people always want to be In your face And I can imagine right. How irritated I would be I don't want to come Cause that irritation to you dog Now if mm -hmm. Sinbad might have Walked back and say, Hey what up man You tall or whatever I'd be like What up Sinbad I just want to say what up Cause you opened it up There right. was right. engagement If now it's like Bet I can holler at you But right. I'm not to run up On no cold call Is there anybody mm -hmm. Who you'd see And you couldn't resist it Hmm. You know, it's just like I gotta say it something, dude, like, bro. Come on. I don't think it's nobody. Man. Nobody. It's weird. It might mm, mm. in been, the right environment. Like, what's the right environment? Whole, Give me. You're some at here. Whole Foods and you see Chappelle looking at oranges. No, we you don't do. say nothing. <laughs> no, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> not in Whole Foods. Not in, no, 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 no. Maybe if it's what like if you a, guys are in the same VIP booth and it's a big ass booth in LA or okay. whatever. You're running with the same group. Somebody you wouldn't say had, shit? Somebody had to make the introduction. I was going to, yeah. Like, smart. I'm not just going to, and that smart. might hurt me. That might hurt me. Yeah. Long term. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, and I don't think it's going to hurt me. I think me it's going to help you. I, I finna say that because yeah. in my head, I feel like the relationships I make are going to be organic and they're going to mm -hmm. last a lot longer because they're going to be like, something about cuz. Like, mm -hmm. he didn't mm -hmm. run up on me. He didn't really on my face. He kind of ain't want no picture. Damn. Like, that happened with uh, Leonard Oots. When I did the uh, Big Time Garbage know, Comedy Festival. I know Leonard Oots. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Y'all booked The big dude. Yeah, yeah the big dude. So I knew nothing of him, but they booked him to open up. That was the first show of the, of the, of the festival. And they put me on there with him. And I didn't know him from nothing. I just know he did Conan. Mm -hmm. I showed up. I did my thing. And he was so impressed. As soon as I came down, he's like, hey, bro, put my number in your phone. I got some dates for you. Like yeah. I didn't know whatever it was, and we built a decent, a really good relationship. He put me on a lot of shows, and mm. I did comedy in places that I that I hadn't hadn't done it before, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And I think the way I do it is gonna work for me because I'm comfortable with that, and I'm and I'm gonna make real organic relationships with people who are waiting like, oh, Josh just in his face because he can do something for me. Like you kicked it with me because you fucked with what I did, and we mm -hmm. can build from there. I'm just not like it has no. to be. It has to be some super fine bitch. Like you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. that's just because it's pussy in the floor. But I have a girlfriend, so I'm not even worried about these hoes for real now. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yo, Bardangus had a party this summer, and uh, Reggie Watts was there. And a few people were texting me like, you should come, you should come. And then I was like, think about coming. But then I realized that the only reason I was going to come was to meet him and like, what? You know, hey, I've been doing it for a year and five months. You know? Yeah. Like, I realized yeah. like, like, like he going to meet you and be like, I don't know who you are, but I want to take you on the road. I need right. you on the opening for me, <laughs> right. you know? And even if I was at the point where I think like I was just as good or like good enough to do that, I still wouldn't do that either. Right. I know it. I take that back. No, I still wouldn't say nothing to him. Chappelle? Not Chappelle, Tommy Davidson or Keenan Ivory Wayans. Really? And the reason I say that is because they are like, the reason I wanted to do any, the, I think the whole reason I ever wanted to be funny was because of Low Down Dirty Shame. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I ever wanted to do stand-up was Tommy Davidson's first special. Well, not his first, the special I saw called Illin' in Philly. And Tommy Davidson. I might, I might 
Oh yeah, you talked about I might, this on but it had to be after they seen me do something. Mm-hmm. Like they had to see me on stage, and maybe he'd be like, "Hey man, you funny," and then yeah. I'd be like, "So they would still have okay. to say something." What if they came into the pawn shop? I'd be like, "All right, Tommy. I mean, I know you fucked up now because shit ain't going how you did." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I was a big fan of your special, man. But that that 32 inch flat screen, bro, I can only really do 35 bucks for you. Cause that's just the price that it's going for. But you're my hero, though, dog. You the reason. And, <laughs> and, and your band aid bleeding from giving away plasma. You might want to cover that up. Cause. For real. Hey, we uh, we probably got to wrap up. Here. Yep. Yeah, cause y'all got to dip. Um, plugs. Josh, you got some shit coming up before you leave. Um, I'm putting together a going away show. I was gonna say, where the hell? Where you landing? I Where's was that going at? to like the, the night before. I was. I'm still gonna do it now. But the night before I was going to get on the plane, I was going to do a uh, big show at this one spot. But I'm not ever going to shout them out because they kind of spent me. So um, the, it's going to be the 27th night. I'm just got to find a venue and I'm going to do a going sure away one of the show. boogie rooms will have you. One of the boogie rooms. <laughs> the rooms that they be boogieing in. <laughs> Where the boogiers boogie at, man. <laughs> boogiers. <laughs> Easy with the hard R's. Yeah. The boogies boogieing. And my, that's why we gonna, I'm going to try to bring the boogiers. And the Blaine and Diego's over to my world, <laughs> and, and and we going and congratulations on the engagement too. I didn't know he had a girl. I didn't either. Me neither. I, no I thought he was lying. lying. Isn't that yeah. just like Diego to be that sneaky? Yeah, yeah. He just upped up. Not only did he up, uh, he just upped the fiance. He yeah, didn't even exactly. let us know he had a girlfriend. He was like, oh yeah, I'm about to spend the rest of my life with this person. Yeah. Sneaky, right? It's like where you been, bro? It was like, <laughs> come on, Stamayos, Diego. I'm also like I can't take you serious with these engagement photos. For real, you know <laughs> who took yeah. the picture? I bought them. I bought them. But yeah, so uh, I got uh, that's happening. Um, uh, the 23rd, I'm doing a show with Mike Larry, the Laugh and Shout Comedy Show. That's a uh, that's a clean comedy show that he do. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I'll be doing before I leave. And then, like I said, I'm gonna do something going away, not a show, a party. Just people can come through and show love, slap hands with me, hug and. You know, send me off well. So that's what I got going on. Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. And uh, listen to the Josh Adams podcast and go see your shows. Nick, Joe, what y'all got? Follow um, you on Instagram, Josh. What's your Instagram oh, yeah. handle? I was just on Instagram. Uh, Josh Adams with three Z's J O S H A D A M S Z Z Z. Damn, the two Z's was taken? Nah, I just like threes. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got yeah. Yeah, my Instagram's got three Y's at the end. I like them threes, cuss. It's cuss. Yeah. All right, so I'll be at the Cola on Northwestern Highway on Wednesday the 19th for the competition thing. I forgot what it's called, EJ. You know what I'm talking about? Pistachio oh, yeah, where, you win, where you win nuts and shit. Right. Yeah. He, he messaged me saying, uh, I, I want you to finally win my nuts. I'm like, all right, Pistachio. Let's <laughs> relax. Jesus Christ. You know? And on the 25th, I'll be at Crunchy's in East Lansing. Um, the 28th, I'll be at Salsa Parlor in East Lansing. And then the 29th, I'll be at Tenacity Brewing in Flint. Um, on Friday we have uh, Jason Acevedo at the Independent and I will be hosting come check that out Uh, then I'm going to be in Mexico for five days so fuck y'all this Friday (laughs) I leave Saturday Uh, the The 21st 21st this Friday is when I'll be there Uh, the 27th I have the free pizza show at Trixie's Bar if you're in Hamtramck uh, in Ann Arbor on the 28th for the rabbit hole and that is it for now yeah uh next week 24th i'm gonna be at uh max monday comedy um around with sam rager and carl johnson so uh thanks for the in east lansing in east lansing yeah 28th i'm gonna be at the rabbit hole with johanna february 28th uh 22nd in ann arbor in ann arbor uh 
And then this Saturday is Margarita Day at my job. So come come buy some <laughs> shit because I need some money. There you go. <laughs> uh, ride Along Podcast with two ways. Like, subscribe, share. Josh, thanks for coming, dog. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, goodbye, motherfuckers. Peace. Peace. Six summers high, we just tryna give him that fire. Now she wanna know what I got. Yeah. Now she wanna know what I got. Us quitting, it was never an option. And now she really wanna call me Big Papa. I'm paying the task, but dick in the ass. Put on game and I'm quiet about the shit. Yeah, yeah. Put on even if she don't amount to shit. Yeah. Once this bitch busting, you gon' have to lock us in. Know they spend way too much time wishing for your demise. So we gotta make sure we soaking up every prize. Every win bring us alive. Hype me up to rip me down through thick and thin. I still plan. Some like the rose and it's brown. Unforgettable. These highlights you just won't have to rewind. Monumental, never mental. Trust me, I never lie. We just a different kind. Gotta make up for lost time. We just a different kind. Gotta make up for lost time. Shit, honestly, I don't know if it'll pop. I don't know if we got culture shit and shit, but I know they hope we fly. And if we keep flipping with the tango or working, the sun ain't saying it's hot. Then we ain't staying true to who we really are. Eventually, we'll fall off the top of the mountain. And land face first on the rocks. Sipping that 42 on the rocks. I feel like Jackie Robinson, and ain't no stopping him. Got drafted, now you gotta watch. So this shit monumental to my niggas who ride, and they sacrifice the whole lot. Sacrifice, giving up on a nigga, whether they believe in me or not. So when you hear me sounding like I'm sure it's success, as we know we gave up a shot. Acknowledge all the inspiration, but I never been one to follow the fly. Still feel like we a different kind, but some doors down, fuck a knock. But some boys down, we be showing them now. It's a lot of money, hungry thighs. Let throw the top, hit the slot. Shit ain't never sweet, we ain't trying to hit. We just focus on raising our stock. We gon' find a way to keep it on its way. Transparent, transcendent ways, we take a look amazing, we'll never take it's been way too much time wishing for your demise So we gotta make sure we soaking up every prize Every win bring us alive Hype me up to rip me down through thick and then I still plan Some like the rose and it's prime Unforgettable These highlights you just don't have to rewind Why you mental? Never minimal Trust me, I never lie We just a different kind Gotta make up for lost time We just a different kind Gotta make up for lost time